Northwest Eye Surgeons and Site Partners, I am Dr. Brett Bentz, and you're listening to The Focal Point, where we invite doctors and surgeons from the fields of ophthalmology and optometry to discuss the latest trends in medical eye care. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the next episode of the Site Partners and Northwest Eye Surgeons Clinical and Surgical Podcast Series. My name is Dr. Brett Bentz, Director of Optometry. This episode is regarding diet and nutrition and how it impacts vision and ocular tissues. It is a pleasure to introduce Dr. Bruce Ballin as the guest speaker. Dr. Ballin is an ophthalmologist at a Site Partners affiliate, the Harmon Eye Clinic in Arlington, Washington. Aside from a busy cataract practice, he has a special interest in diet and how it influences vision. Dr. Ballin, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Dr. Benz. And I don't know how many people know uh, that much about you, but I've been impressed by your treatment of our glaucoma patients. We send many glaucoma patients to your office, and um, you're quite uh, skilled and have a lot of expertise in that. So I appreciate you having me on your show. Well, thanks very much. It's great to have you. So we are seeing a wealth of information being published on proper diet and exercise and other aspects of wellness and modifiable risk factors to support healthy eyes. So how do you respond to patients who inquire about foods that are beneficial to prevent or treat eye disease? You know, that's a great question, uh, Dr. Benz. And Patients are coming more and more informed, mainly because they've been doing a lot of research on the internet. And so, you know, there are several quotes that I like to mention. Um, friends don't let friends eat farm salmon, eat a rainbow of foods, and white food is the enemy. So we'll come to those later, but um, certainly uh, there are different studies that are available to determine um, if something is actually true, in other words, if it is something that has been proven scientifically to be beneficial. And many patients will come with me with a bunch of bottles and say, oh, I'm taking this for my eyes. Is it good? And I'll take a look at all the ingredients. And individually, you know, there are things like bilberry and, you know, ginkgo biloba that may be beneficial, but there haven't been evidence-based studies that actually prove that it's beneficial, um, at least in that combination. There may be evidence-based studies that are uh, beneficial for individual ingredients, but there are some good studies for macular degeneration and glaucoma and diabetes, and you know there are uh, more population-based studies. So when we look at evidence-based medicine, you know, the population-based studies is a pretty good way of looking at things. And, and um, you know, there's a really good uh, couple of European studies that showed that to reduce risk of the wet macular degeneration, which is the type that people are afraid of that can cause central blindness, um, that eating a Mediterranean diet can help that. A Mediterranean diet includes whole grains, lots of fruits and vegetables, uh, fish, olive oil, and the study also included exercise, and it was clinically significant, which means that people who did those things had less chance to get advanced 
um, macular degeneration. The study was not, these studies don't show benefit for people who already have advanced macular degeneration unless it was only in one eye. And many times we'll see people who come to the office and they've got it in one eye, the wet type, and they've got the dry type in the other eye. So those people um, should not only be eating a healthy diet, but also taking a REDS2 vitamins, age-related eye disease study two vitamins. And that was based on a couple of studies done at the National Eye Institute. Those are randomized controlled trials, which are even better than population studies. But the um, there are some studies that show that blueberries are really good for your eyes, not just for macular degeneration, but even for um, you know glaucoma. Um, there are studies that show that it's beneficial for um, uh, you know your circulation, memory, uh, prevention of Alzheimer's, and of course, um, a lot of conditions um, in our body are due to inflammation. And blueberries are one of the top anti-inflammatory foods that you can eat. So if I had to recommend top three foods for eye health, number one, blueberries, number two, kale, and number three, wild salmon. So I said friends don't let friends eat farm salmon. Wild salmon has more omega-3s. Omega-3s have been shown to be beneficial for a number of things from, you know, macular degeneration, dry eye, um, and uh, even your circulation, cholesterol, et cetera. So um, why kale? Uh, kale is the top antioxidant green leafy vegetable. Um, so if I was deserted on a desert island, I would bring blueberries, kale, and wild salmon, I guess, would be the top three foods if I had you know, to bring something with me. Very good information and well stated. You know, a lot of our patients do come in with a uh, vitamin or mineral supplement they picked up from AARP or other resource, and they say, is this good for me? And so a lot of them just are asking for information because there's so much out there and they read so much. But the evidence-based information that you bring up is what we like to fall back on as a clinician, that this isn't true, something accepted as um, a promotional product that actually can help, uh, for example, AMD. I want to follow up, if you don't mind, a question regarding the diabetic patient, because they come in, oftentimes they don't have a nutritionist, and then they're asking for you, as you talk about perhaps AMD with these patients, they ask about, well, what about in general? Is there something that I can take that can actually be a support for the diabetes condition I have? That's great. So, um, Dr. Benz, of course, uh, I like to say white food is the enemy. What, what do I mean by that? That's processed food, like white rice, white potatoes, those things have a high glycemic index and studies have shown that low glycemic index anti-inflammatory diets are beneficial for diabetes. Why is that? Well, if you take a look at brown rice, it has the, the husk, which has fiber and the white rice, all that good stuff, the germ of the, um, you know, the, the what rice kernel has been removed. So, you know, if you eat white rice, then the blood sugar is going to go sky high and that raises the insulin and that raises, you know, triglycerides. So all of those things are bad for diabetes. 
And same thing with white potato, glycemic index of white potato. It's like eating sugar. It's 99 versus uh, sugar is 100. And a sweet potato, you would think, oh, sweet potato, that can't be good. It's sweet. Actually, it has more fiber. So the glycemic index is about 50. So it's better you know, to be eating sweet potato than white potato. Brown rice is better than white rice. Um, so eating that anti-inflammatory diet, which is basically the Mediterranean diet is an anti-inflammatory diet. So that not only helps macular degeneration, but it helps diabetes as well. Well, thank you very much. That's an excellent answer. I'm trying to take notes on this while you talk. <laughs> okay. Okay. So there's been some recent discussion and being active in glaucoma, as you mentioned, uh, curious, but uh, what appears to be credible research regarding metformin having a potential neuroprotective role for our glaucoma patients. So in general, how do you counsel patients with glaucoma in terms of nutrition and food or other non-medicine, non-surgical factors that may help them? That's a great question. So um, patients with glaucoma, as you know, there are a wide number, a wide variety of patients who have glaucoma. And some people, their pressure's high. And so there's a study um, that's a pretty good study, population study again, for drinking hot tea. Um, there are thousands of patients in Great Britain that showed if you drank hot tea three days a week or three times a week, it lowered eye pressure 25%. So I tell my patients, if you drink two cups of coffee, maybe you can switch to one cup of coffee and one cup of tea to help reduce your eye pressure. And this has been a, probably a year ago that study came out. And I've had a number of patients come back and their eye pressure is lower. Now that's anecdotal, but the study, you know, was a good study. And so it, it probably holds true, but iced tea didn't work for some reason. Herbal tea didn't work. Coffee doesn't work. Sodas, decaf. So it had to be hot tea and it had to be caffeinated for some reason, but it didn't matter if it was black tea, oolong or green tea. So that's what I tell patients to do. That's easy. Even if they can't exercise because they've got a bad knee or something, you know, they can at least drink tea. But I also tell them aerobic exercise in a different study also lowered eye pressure 25%. So I tell them drink tea, exercise if you can. You know, if they can't walk, you know, because of their knee, maybe they could swim or something else. Well, those are great thoughts and recommendations. And having been a coffee drinker of one cup a day, somewhat discouraging. But <laughs> yes. certainly my wife is a hot tea drinker. So to keep up with her, I think we'll have to take a look at the research. Um, excellent. Thank you so much. Sounds good. Now, before we close, do you have any final comments for us? Well, one final comment, you know, I studied Chinese medicine for many years. I lived in Taiwan. I speak Mandarin. And so um, in Chinese medicine, they have different paradigms for foods. And one of them is that um, eggplant is bad for your eyes. So I do tell people eat a rainbow of foods, but I exclude eggplant. In fact, I'll tell patients <clears throat> not to eat eggplant. Uh, eggplant is classified as a noxious weed by the USDA. In Chinese medicine, it's thought to be bad for the eyes. And when I was practicing in Hawaii, I had uh, two groups of diabetic patients, the Hawaiian diabetics who ate lots of white rice and their blood sugar was really high. And I would do laser on their maculas and it would make the swelling go away. But then the Filipino patients, you know, they love to eat eggplant 
um, and I tell them, oh, please don't eat eggplant for three months. Then they stopped the eggplant. <clears throat> They'd had laser and they didn't improve until they stopped the eggplant and then they improved. And I, I meant to uh, write a paper about this, but it's just an anecdotal thing. But, um, you know, eat a rainbow foods except for eggplant. Again, thank you very much. Uh, my wife will be informed of my dislike for eggplant, which she is always, she has been on her list of convincing me, along with beets, a personal uh, preference, not, not to eat those. All right. Well, maybe you can drink the tea and skip the eggplant. Correct. <laughs> and then, then you'll have a happy marriage. <laughs> Well, thank you again very much for sharing your expertise and your interest in diet and nutrition as it can impact ocular disease. Um, and also, we again want to thank you, our listening audience, for joining us. If you have any topical recommendations for us, feel free to reach out. Uh, we'd be glad to return your message and talk further about uh, future podcasts. Again, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. That's this week's edition of The Focal Point. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe and tune in next week for another episode and update on medical eye care. I'm your host, Dr. Brett Benz, and thank you for joining us.